Lord, don't you know I'll have my own time with a romance lady Hitching on a twilight train Ain't nothing here that I care to take along Maybe a song and we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast, season five, episode 28. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me this evening, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing good. This is Sam. I'm broadcasting, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, the, you know, the city. Um, <clears throat> my hot take this week has to do with the Boston Red Sox, who are on a roll right now. They've been playing, uh, all of their last games have been in division. They call it the division collision. And over the past week, they played a three-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays and a four-game set against the Yankees. They took two of three from the Rays and three of four from the Yankees, moving them into second place in the AL East. Uh, and if the Red Sox are going to make a move, a push for the playoffs, this is where it happens. I think I, we talked about that a little bit last week, um, and it's going so far so good. I think the Rays are coming into town starting tomorrow, and then Boston's going, the Sox are going, coming here to the Bronx to play the Yankees uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So we will continue to see, but the past week has been very promising for the Boston Red Sox. Crunch time. Crunch time is coming up, and you guys got to step it up and come up big. Right. Indeed. My hot take is similar, along similar lines. I was watching that Red Sox-Yankees series. The Friday night game was on MLB TV. I was watching that with John Smoltz and Bob Costas, and the Red Sox were just blowing the brakes off of the Yankees. And John Smoltz starts talking about this fucking area code game. Did you hear this? No, I didn't watch that game. He's got this whole thing where when the game is out of reach and you're bored, you start looking at the scoreboard and putting together three number combinations and then challenging each other to name what area code that is. And John Smoltz is like really fucking good at this game. Like, he knows every area code. He's like, oh, yeah, 301, that's the Sacramento Valley in California. Right. Uh, 530, that's Bismarck, North Dakota. Right. And then do you think that is? Do you think he just has, like, a book of area codes sitting next to his toilet? (laughs) Yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) But the fucked up thing was he was on MLB TV on the Friday night broadcast, and then the next day, the Saturday broadcast, he was doing the same Red Sox-Yankees game, but for Fox. And he started playing the same damn game on Fox the next night. Right. So in his defense, neither of those games were very close. Right. That's exactly the point. Yeah, the right. Red Sox were, were blowing him out in both games. And so John Smoltz starts playing the goddamn area code game again. Did he, did anyone, was anyone ever like, why the fuck do you know all of these area codes? <laughs> no, like people that's... just kind of took it as, just as it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then he's like, oh yeah, oh one oh, that's Amsterdam. I mean, I'm like, what the hell? Right. <clears throat> weird. Very weird. I think John Smoltz thinks baseball is super boring. He just happened to be very good at it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, also, you know, he played, what, for 20 years or some shit? That's, like, right. a lot of baseball games, especially when you're coming out of the bullpen. You, like, you just sit there for the entire game, and, like, maybe you pitch and maybe you don't, because he spent a lot of time as a closer as well. He yeah, played like, a starting at pitcher and a closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, he talked about that. That was very interesting. Yeah, being in the bullpen can get pretty dull, huh? Right. Well, I mean, imagine you just have to do something to pass the time. Like learn every like area. Learn, learn all of the area codes in the fucking world for some reason. <laughs> all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, for those of you who listened to last week's episode, thank you very much. We talked about Oregon. We talked about some trade deadline stuff. They are good episodes. Check it out. Shout out to all the listeners. Providence, Rhode Island, Champaign, Illinois, Bozeman, Montana. Sabatis, Maine, new listeners, Rumford, Rhode Island, Mountain View, California, Bend, Oregon, Newport, Kentucky, and Milan, Italy, or as I like to call it, Milan, Italy. Right. Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to check us out on all your social media platforms. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, follow us on Twitter, and listen to us on Apple if you do listen to us on Apple, give us a review, a rating, and subscribe to us. Um, anything else? Oh, Facebook. I will be posting more on our Facebook page. I got to do a better job of that because people have been checking that out. Please continue to do so. Yeah, I was thinking about that this week, actually. And, like, this text thread that we have, we could just post all of it to Facebook. Oh, that's like, a good idea. like a Facebook feed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start doing that. Or, like, most of it. I mean, the you know, the private personal stuff about, like, the consistency of my poops I probably don't want to put up on Facebook. No, dude, that's what Facebook is for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sam. Hey, Sam, check this one out. It's really weird. Like, it's... Right, you think I should go to the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to this week's headlines. You ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, first headline. This has been coming up. We've talked about it briefly in the past. Robot umpires. Robot umpires are here. The Independent Atlantic League has debuted robot umpires in their annual All-Star game. A human umpire was still behind home plate for out and safe calls, but all balls and strikes were relayed to him through an earpiece. So, Sam... All robot umpires, the future of Major League Baseball. Uh, I think eventually. I don't think it's going to be like a rush to that. I don't think there's a ton of support among like players for that. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that down in the future, yes. <clears throat> Something I'd rather talk about here is that like how emasculating is it for that umpire, that first umpire who just was like standing behind the plate being told what to say by a computer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about the Independent Atlantic League, but I imagine it's, like, probably umpires that are in the Independent Atlantic League are, like, trying to make it to the major leagues, right? Like, you would think so. Yeah. And so here's this guy. He's, like, trying, you know, this is his thing, and he's been doing it for a long time, presumably. And then they're like, here... Make sure, you know, put this Bluetooth headset in. Some computer, like Stephen Hawking voice, is going to tell you what to say. 
I just imagine that had to be really difficult for that umpire. So here's my, like, angry old man yells at cloud moment. Sure. I, this week, I'm opposed to robot umpires. I don't think we should adopt them. Mm -hmm. And here's why. I was watching a White Sox game last week, and Angel Hernandez was the home plate umpire. Oh, God. Yeah, that guy's shaking in his boots right now. Like, if it wasn't for Angel Hernandez, nobody would be talking about robot umpires, probably. <laughs> and and the White Sox were getting the crap kicked out of them by the Minnesota Twins. It was nine to one. I think it was the bottom of the seventh. And the White Sox had bases loaded, zero out, and friend of the show Eloy Jimenez was up to bat. Full count. The pitch is very clearly below very clearly below his knees. And Hernandez calls him called strike three. Right. Right? The entire stadium goes nuts. Right? Everybody gets out of their seats and starts booing Hernandez. White Sox manager Ricky Renteria, he comes up. He starts yelling, cussing Hernandez out. He gets tossed. The immediately. Entire, immediately. The entire stadium starts, like, cheering for Renteria. Like, everyone's losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. And so I was thinking, I would miss that part of baseball right that's a fun part of baseball but that's like that's already a thing that's going away with video replay like no Uh one really argues balls and ball and strike calls that much to begin with but like you know people used to argue out calls or like home run calls or whatever that used to be you know that's like lou pinella bobby cox that was like their thing and then but that's already going away. Like the angry manager umpire kicking dirt at each other situation is like a thing of the past already. That's too bad. Yeah, it's too bad. I agree. Um, And we got to move on, but I, I just like in every single, you know, every single group or like profession or job or like workplace, there is always a worst. There's somebody who's the worst. Yeah. 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 Angel Hernandez is the worst. He's the worst umpire in Major League Baseball, like, and everybody knows it. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Yep. All right. We're also, Eloy, I got one thing. Eloy Jimenez, open invitation to come on the podcast oh, yeah. called Dump on the Ump if you need to dump on an ump in yeah. English or Spanish. Yeah. Just putting that out there. All right, moving on. Yeah. The Mets, the fourth place, 50 and 55 Mets, 11 and a half games back from first place in the NL East, are buyers at the trade deadline. <laughs> the MLB trade deadline is only two days away, and the fourth place Mets have acquired Marcus Stroman from the Blue Jays, uh, which is a move that you would expect from a team that was looking to make a run at the playoffs. Marcus Stroman being one of the top arms, starting pitching arms on the market at the deadline. But today, the Mets traded Jason Vargas, one of their starting pitchers, to division rival Philadelphia Phillies. And that's not something you do if you're making a run at the playoffs. So, Joel, the question here is, as it always is, what the fuck is going on with the Mets? <laughs> the Mets, the Mets gonna met, man. They they just gonna be the Mets. That's all yeah, you can Mets say. Mets gonna met. It's true. Yeah. 
I, I want to make t-shirts that's just hashtag WTF LMG, right? Or LGM. Right. Yeah. Um, right. It's first of all. WTF, but it's like in the Mets color. In the Mets. And yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Okay. Short answer. I don't think the Mets know what the hell the Mets are doing. Right. Um, serious answer. I think they're going to try to compete next year with Roman. Uh-huh. They're trying to convince Syndergaard. And that's the other story, Syndergaard being, like, super passive-aggressive on all the social media platforms about this, oh, which I think hilarious. But I think they're trying to say, okay, next year, if we've got a 1-2-3 of DeGrom, Syndergaard, Strowman, we'll be competitive in the division. But right. then they dump Vargas because they need to save money, which, is like, undoes everything that they just did by picking up Strowman. Right. I think... I'm sorry. No, go for it. I'm, I'm okay. done. Yeah. My theory is, uh, and this is kind of an out there sort of Stranger Things conspiracy theory sort of situation. Okay. But I think that possibly the Mets grab Strowman to kind of jack, ratchet up the market uh, for starting pitchers in general because they are they are trying to get rid of Syndergaard. So you think they're going to move Syndergaard? I think that they're like I think that they're like tipping the scales to get a, the most return from their pitcher, who's probably the best pitcher out there. Assuming the Indians aren't going to move Trevor Bauer. Um. Well, and but that I mean I was unimpressed with what the Blue Jays got back for Strowman. They got two prospects. Um, neither of whom I believe is in the top 100. Right, two pitching prospects. But do you think that is Stroman under control for next season? I don't know. Google that. I yeah, thought, I thought he had one more year. I thought he had one more year. Right. Yeah, let's Google that. But um, yeah, here's my conspiracy theory: is that the Mets are going to send Vargas to the Phillies. The Phillies send Arietta to the Nats. The Nats send Annibal Sanchez to the Marlins. The Marlins send Caleb Smith back up to the Mets. And you just Uh-oh. have an infinite loop of AL of NL. Of like number four starters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just everyone in the NL East is just like, hey, you want my number four starter? Like, we're, we're all terrible. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's what I thought was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be pretty sick, actually. Uh, yeah. Do Do you think? I mean, I don't think the Mets are gonna make a play this year. Do you think they are? Do you think they're serious about making the no, play? No, I think that if they were serious about making a move, they wouldn't have traded inside the division. There's just no right. way that you do that. Like, right. they're definitely they definitely don't think they're making the playoffs this year. I just don't understand why they would like go out and get one of the top pitchers on the market if like right. or maybe they're going to move him again you know like maybe they're going to like that's a possibility i mean i'm sticking with they're trying to prove to Syndergaard that they're serious but maybe they just didn't want him to go to the yankees do you think that's a possibility no a Syndergaard? no stroman the mets yeah no, they're that. like i think that the yankees are like number one in the Syndergaard sweepstakes oh okay hmm the Mets don't care. No. Okay. All uh, right. Did you find it? 
Yeah, free agent 2021. So he's under contract through next year. I think that's important. I think they're going to try to come out, except then they dumped Vargas. I mean, who would be a number four guy? Right. Yeah, no, they don't know what they're doing. No, they have no fucking clue. They have no fucking clue. Right. They like the, the, like, the the general manager got wasted and made that trip. Yeah, like, exactly. He woke up and he's like, looked at his phone and was like, wait, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <clears throat> yeah, Matt's got a Matt, man. Yep. Um, speaking of pitchers, Trevor Bauer. Let's talk about Trevor Bauer for a second. Okay. He was lit up by the Royals in the fifth inning on Sunday. When manager Terry Francona walked out of the dugout to remove him from the game, Bauer took the baseball and hucked it, threw it all the way over the center field fence. Clearly a very impressive feat and objectively hilarious. Sam, is this something that we could add to the XLB, such as as a skills competition, furthest throw, hit, fastest single, double, triple, etc.? Also, what do you think about Trevor Bauer? And did you actually watch that inning? Because that inning was hilarious. No, I didn't watch the inning. I did watch him throw oh. the ball over the fence. It was really, it was like impressive, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> those guys, those major league guys, I can't even like wrap my head around. Like I could throw the ball from the pitcher's mound to like shallow center field probably. Right. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't throw the ball from the pitcher's mound to where the center fielder normally plays, you know? Like, I couldn't well, play catch like that. Right. Okay, uh, I, I got a couple. Did you see the second baseman flinch when Bauer turned to throw that ball? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> the second baseman, I forget, I don't know who plays second base for the Indians. Santana? Jason Kipnis? No, it's a, it's a Latino guy. Yeah, he no. definitely thought that Bauer was about to huck that ball at him. <laughs> yeah, well, did he make an error or something that inning? Well, the whole inning, I don't know if there were any official errors. There were at least two, like, bloopy singles that fell, that scored runs that right. somebody in the defense should have caught. Right. Like, I first watched that on Twitter, and I was like, oh, Bauer, you're such a dick. And then I actually watched that inning, and I was like, oh, I'd be pissed also if right. this happened to me. He's still a dick, but there was some justification. Yeah, the- well, and he also, in his press conference after the game, like, made an effort to be like, I wasn't mad at my teammates, I was mad at myself, and like, right. blah, 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 or whatever. Yeah, he but, apologized. Anyway, but also, to the XLB, like, we haven't talked about that in a while, but I do think that there should be some sort of skills-based, like, who can throw, like your top two throwers, like whoever right. throws it furthest, you start off with a run or something like that, you know? Oh, like, um, now what, what's it called? Log throwing? Like the lumberjack? Paper tossing? Yes. Yeah. So exactly. like, oh, <laughs> if it's a skills competition, but it has nothing to do with baseball, <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, who can huck a rock further? You know what I mean? Right. And that, you do that in the seventh inning stretch. Right. And the winner gets to start their next half inning with a guy on second. Right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Can you hit the beer, like, vendor in right field with this rock that we took out of the parking lot or something like that? 
<laughs> and then suddenly there's a market for like big Norwegian dudes to be <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't play baseball, but man, you should see him chuck a log. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be awesome. What current MLB player do you think would be the best at that? At tossing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Man, like Josh Bell, maybe? Yeah, that's a good one. He's kind of got the build for it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, there aren't a lot of, like, big, bulky guys like that these days. Yeah. And Judge, maybe, honestly, even though I don't... I was thinking Judge or, uh, you know, what's his name? The other guy for the Yankees who's real big like that. But those guys are, like, that's not, like, the Scottish build. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you throw a log with your gut, you know? Yeah. And your beat. Lockboard abs are, like, not a plus in this situation, you know? (laughs) You need you need like a lower lower center of gravity. That's all I'm saying. Um, I I yeah, real quick. Do you think the Indians are serious about moving Bauer? Uh, you know the Indians. It's a, that's an interesting question, and I think that it depends on what they could get back for him because uh-huh. they're a team that could go either way. Like they're in the wild card hunt, but they're not. They don't have the sort of like budgetary payroll freedom of a lot of other teams that are in their same sort of situation. So if they like feel like they can get a really good return for this player right now that sets them up for like the next five years, then I think they should. Okay. Interesting. I mean, they've got the first wild code right now in the AL and the only games back of the twins, like they're in this. Yeah. No, I don't think that they will move it. I mean, they're in a different place than they were when people started talking about it a month right. ago. But, right. uh, but I, you know, I, I feel like they're where they make their moves is like a little bit more constricted than some of the larger market teams. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're looking at their budget. Yeah. Just... All right, moving on. Yep. Real quick. Do we have time? Oh yeah, we're good. Okay, we're, we're at, at twenty two uh, minutes. Oh great. Uh, this, we're moving away from baseball right now. Uh, a Southside Chicago cockfighting ring was broken up in early June uh, with 114 roosters and hens being rescued from an Englewood garage. As of Friday, all of those roosters and hens have been adopted. Now, clearly cockfighting is terrible. And right. Here at Dump on the Ump, we in no way condone accept or will even entertain the idea of animal cruelty it's fucked up yes that being said we're talking about chickens here (laughs) how many of these people who adopted these rescue chickens (laughs) were just looking for like a sunday night dinner right is my question like how many of these 114 chickens are ending up in the (laughs) stew pot uh you know half of them i bet Right. Yeah. Well, but most of them were roosters. Can you, I mean, like, does a rooster cook the same as a hen? Well, no, I mean, you would probably stew it. You'd like stew it. Chicken, yeah. chicken soup or chicken yeah. stew or whatever. Yeah. No, I am a huge animal lover, and the first time I read this article, I was like, oh, that's so sad, and that's so great that they rescued them. But I've got a pack of chicken thighs in my fridge. Right. I'm going to eat those later today. I yeah, exactly. I love eating chicken. So it's not like... It's not like dog fighting, right? Right. 
at the same time, how long are you able to operate an illegal cockfighting wing on the south side of Chicago? You'd be surprised, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like that they have, the, they definitely have them here too. Like there's, you know, I know of a cockfighting place that has been going on for a long time. Yeah, you know, and it's just know, underground. It's just a thing that people yeah. do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's cockfighting's not as big a thing like in America as it used to be, but it's like a huge and like not frowned upon sport in a lot of countries. Right, right. Like you can go <laughs> to countries and it's still allowed. Yeah, like I would, they have like a cockfighting, like weekly magazine in Thailand. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think it might it might be illegal there, but they have a magazine. But they still have a magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's not, you know, it would be a thing that like maybe would exist uh, in immigrant neighborhoods or whatever, and no right. one would think twice about it. No one would be like, oh, those poor chickens. Exactly. Like, yeah. I think it's terrible, and I think that right. the cockfighting ring should be should be shut down for sure. But I don't have the same sort of like emotional reaction as I would to like a dog fighting ring, right? Or like bear baiting, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Like, yeah. You know, if that article had been like they shut down a cockfighting ring in the South Side of Chicago and then they killed all the chickens and fed them to the homeless people in Chicago, I'd have been like, that's oh, awesome, you know? Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, and that was the interesting thing. Usually that's what – well, they usually euthanize the chickens, but some local uh, organization in Bronzeville actually stepped up and was like, no, don't euthanize them. You know, donate, you know, adopt them. And what if you're a family and you adopt, like, like the one-eyed rooster with, like, steel talons who, yeah. like, looks at you all crazy? And it's like... Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing. It's like you can't really have a pet chicken. Right. Like, Chickens are fucking crazy, man. Like yeah. roosters, especially, they'll kill you. I mean, you know, they'll try to kill you for sure. <laughs> right, and I'm just imagining that like he was like the champion rooster, and he's got like brass talons or something. Yeah, fucked exactly. Up like that. Yeah, just so mean. Yeah. The other thing is, it's like that's what Pokemon is. Also, I always wonder about that. Oh right, and yeah. Pokemon is just cockfighting. Pokemon's just cockfighting, yeah. So you think that there's, like, another horrible blood sport that we could turn into a children's cartoon and make millions on? Yes. Well, okay, my first thought is that Power Rangers is essentially just ultimate fighting, right? Is it? I don't know. Didn't they fight mutants and shit? Yeah, and aliens. Yeah, I never watched that show. Yeah. 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 He's more of a Ninja Turtles guy, you know? Yeah. No, Ninja Turtles was... Ninja Turtles 3, where they go back in time to feudal Japan. Remember that yeah. movie? Oh, yeah, was... yeah. Yeah. Also, Turtles in Time, the video game, possibly the best video yeah. game ever yeah. created. Yeah. Uh, I actually <clears throat> would uh, represent for... I think it's technically Turtles 2, which was like the arcade game, which sure. was just like the scrolling, the scrolling fight-em-up game. Right. That was so much fun. That was great. Do you think people fight turtles? Like snap no. turtles? We could start that, though. No, wait, we don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, like, going into hard C-block material right now. We, we, we could start that, though. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up. What else have we forgot to say? Um, 
We'll do a B block after this. I don't know what we're going to go into. I did buy that Satchel Page book about halfway through it. Cool. Uh, it's very interesting, so we could talk about that later if you want to. Let's, um, uh, before we go on this A block, give me just like a quick White Sox update. What happened last week? Are they going to make moves at the deadline? Is anyone chatting? Quick White Sox so, update. Yeah, quick White Sox update. They they righted the ship. Like they were in a tailspin. Um, well, I mean, they righted the ship. They didn't get swept by the Minnesota Twins. Let me put it that way. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, Eli Jimenez is back. Tim Anderson still on the DL. I am betting that they move their closer, Colomay, Alex Colomay. I think there's a big market for him. Right, I, but is there talk? Like, is there chatter about it? Uh, nothing official. Like, all, has he been linked to any other teams? Not yet. I posted a um, Twitter poll for White Sox fans. How would you feel if we traded Colomade to the Cubs? Because the uh-huh. Cubs need bullpen help. Right. And it was uh, two-thirds, I don't fucking care, one-third, I'd rather burn in hell. Right. I just think the market. Now, those were the two options. Was yeah, there like a third option that nope. was like, I think that it might be a smart move for the franchise? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> I doubt they move Abreu, mostly right. because he's not having that great of a season. Right. And like, they're probably asking a lot for him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, bet, had... I bet they will move Colome, and then they've got two other bullpen pieces Bummer, my guy Bummer, and right. Ace Fry. But Colomay is the, the star of that. Right. You guys could use him. Red Sox yeah, could I, would, him. I would take him. Yeah, I think the Cubs. Um, what's his name? Kimball has been kind of a disaster for the Chicago Cubs. Right. And so they need some, they need some help. Not that I want to help them, but if they got pieces. I don't know. Right. Well, they're in second place now, right? Yeah, we should talk more. I think that should – I would – if we can get – some Cubs fans on the B block. Um, I, I, I'd be curious about that. Yeah. Because that's that's the only division. That's like the, that's the only close division. Right. When you think about it, I mean, I'm not well, counting out AL Central. Oh yeah, Twins and Indians. Twins and Indians. Twindians. Yeah. The Twindians. <laughs> 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 All right, good. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Sometimes we talk about cockfighting and Pokemon and Teenage yep. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right, and if you want to hear more about blood sport turned children's cartoons ideas, tune into the C Block later this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I had a thought, and then I lost it. Oh, when I was a little kid, Leonardo was my favorite turtle. Uh-huh. And then I grew up, and I was like, I think I know it was a dork. Right. Yeah, no, that, he was the worst one. Yeah, yeah. My favorites were Donatello and Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I was a Leonardo fan as a kid. It's like the nerd second. and the party animal, and that's like right. the constant yeah. internal struggle that I've faced my entire life. You know? <laughs> nerd and the party animal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Once again, check us out on all your social media platforms. Follow us on Twitter. We'll find us on Facebook. We'll start posting there. We have a WordPress blog, 
And again, if you listen to us on Apple iTunes, please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. For Sam, my name is Joel. Thank you very much. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. To sing when I want. Don't need to say please to no man for a happy tune. Oh, I love my rosy child. You got the way to make me happy. You and me, we go and start. Jacqueline Rose, your store-bought woman, but you make